Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, this is BJ. Thanks for listening to our show's podcast. If you're a fan of all things geeky, you should check out my other podcast, BJ Shea's Geek Nation. We have new episodes every day, and you can check it out at BJGeekNation.com. Your home is going into foreclosure and you feel like a financial wreck. You don't know where to turn for accurate information. I'm bankruptcy attorney Travis Gagné. Let's talk about some legal options. If we work quickly, we can propose a plan to save your home, modify the loan, or in many cases even eliminate your second mortgage. The consultation is free. I've helped hundreds of people just like you make informed decisions about whether to save their home or exit it on a reasonable, organized timeline. The chapter you choose sets the tone for the next chapter of your life. Please contact me today at ChooseTheRightChapter.com. That's ChooseTheRightChapter.com. KISW, The Rock of Seattle. Once again, we're working with the Washington State Council of Firefighters, Operation Warm. Why? Because it's cold out there, and 300,000, at least 300,000 children in Washington State are living in poverty. A lot of them cannot afford their own coat. Just 20 bucks puts a brand new coat on a kid in need, helping their self esteem, keeping them warm during these cold days, and the Rockaholics, you're really helping out. We have a goal of $50,000. We're not there yet, but we're getting closer and closer each day. Thanks to people like Lisa Vasquez, who donated 20 bucks. Patrick Brislon donated $50. Ian Salvesberg donated $25 as well. So thank you for donating whatever you can. It could be a couple dollars. It could be a couple hundred dollars. Everything helps. Very easy to do. You just go to KISW.com or right on your phone right now, just text KISWGIVE to 44321. And that will send you right to a link, and you can give whatever you got, man. Again, uh, Palace Law, thank you so much for matching up to 1000 in donations. You want more info? You know where to go. KISW.com. Let's play Beat Mix. It's time to play the game. So everybody scream his name. Beat Mix. Don't be a loser. Happy, happy hump day. Do it live! Oh, we're going to do it. I think that's the only way to do hump day. We'll do it live! Are you with us, BJ? Just want to make sure. I'm sure. I, I forget who you people are, but that's, uh, that's quite all right. I'm used to being in a room full of strangers. That's fine. I'm Vicky. That's Danny. And that is Steve Miggs, who will be playing Beat oh, Miggs. That's, 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 not Joe, that's not Joe Coy? No. Yeah. Oh. It looks like Joe Coy. All right. Well, but, I hear the Steve kid. He's good at Beat Miggs. Uh, today we have Casey from Shelton. Casey, are you there? Yes, ma'am. All right. 
Get out of here, Steve. Goodbye. For those, for those playing at home or BJ who might have forgotten, Casey what? has 60 seconds to answer 10 questions. You can pass all you want, but you will only get three guesses per question. Are you ready? Oh, yeah. Billy Joel's Uptown Girl music video featured what supermodel? Oh, pass. <laughs> In what decade were the were sea monkeys first marketed? Uh, 40s, 50s, 60s. 50s, yes. What are the separators on a guitar neck called? Uh, the frets. Yes. What major car company owns the luxury automotive brand Lexus? Toyota. Correct. Red Bull was first released in what decade? Uh, 90s, 2000s. Nope, nope. 2010. No. What type of surface is curling played on? Ice. Yes. What is the only sign in the zodiac which is not represented by a living thing? Uh, Cancer, Libra. Or Libra, yes. Uh, How many feet does a (laughs) snail have? Ooh. Zero, one, two? Uh, One, correct. Nelson Muntz (laughs) is a character from what animated sitcom? Uh, Simpsons. Correct. Casey, One, two, nice three, job. Four, five, six, seven. Correct. Well, Good I, job. Really? I mean, his guessing was on point. Heck yeah. Oh, come on now. <laughs> no, I wasn't joking. I wasn't, I wasn't being sarcastic. It really was. Yeah. I well, thought you did a really great job with some of these questions where you, you threw out three guesses on a lot of them and it ended up being the right ones. I, I, I'm totally, because I wouldn't have got maybe three. I think I would have got three right. Which is much better than earlier when our contestant always, only got zero. Do I always sound like I'm sarcastic when I'm not? Is that because I feel bad? Because I was giving Casey a compliment. Mm-hmm. He was like, no, nah, you couldn't be old, man. You couldn't be giving me a compliment. Well, well you know, we all just assume the worst. Yeah, I can't blame you. I mean, my track record is what it is, so I really can't blame you. (laughs) All right, Steve, are you ready? We'll do it live! (laughs) (laughs) Billy Joel's Uptown Girl music video featured what supermodel? Cindy Crawford? No. Ooh. Uh, Polina Poroskova? No. Nice guess, though. I know. I like that one. Uh, (laughs) Damn it. Supermodel Christy Brinkley? Correct. Whatever. In what decade were sea monkeys first marketed? What decade? I'm going to go 50s. Correct. What are the separators on a guitar neck called? Frets. Correct. Which major car company owns the luxury automotive brand Lexus? Uh, Toyota? Yes. Red Bull was first released in what decade? 80s. Yes. (laughs) What type of surface is curling played on? Uh, Ice. Correct. What is the only sign in the Zodiac which is not represented by a living thing? Libra. Correct. How many feet does a snail have? Feet? Uh, Six. No. Two. No. Four. No. Mm. Nelson Muntz is a character from what animated sitcom? Simpsons. Correct. To make beer, what is barley normally made into? Yeast. No. Hops. No. Frank. No. One, I, two, I think three, it is Frank. Four, five, six, seven, eight. Correct. Oh, eight just seven. You Casey. Win. So close. So close, Casey. Sorry about that, buddy. Good, good man, Steve. Good man. Thank yeah. you, my friend. Have a great day. All Christy right. Brinkley Happy was the deciding y'all. factor. Yeah. I'm the best. So lucky. I'm the best. All right, Steve. So Chrissy you, Brinkley and uh, Billy Joel weren't they doing each other? They were Probably. married for like um, like almost yeah. not even two years, I don't think. But Who they were marriage? married. I always hoped that they would. But you did there. pick another uh, celebrity couple supermodel marriage to a, a rock star. Uh, Polina Poroskova with Rick Ocasek. That's right, and that did that. last longer. It did. Yeah, I think until his passing, right? 
I think they were together until he died. If I, I don't I think. Know. I'm not sure. But um, all these yeah. names just going above my head. I have no oh, idea. come on, Rick Ocasek from the Cars. You <laughs> might think I'm crazy. You know, you yep. don't know any Cars songs. I mean, just the ones from the Shake Pixar film. Oh, okay. Life is the, a what? That's oh. no. Those mm-hmm. are that's not the Cars. Band. Not the same those, one. Those are just animated. I'm I'm leaving. Uh, how many feet does a snail have? He did get that correct. One. See, here's the problem. One. I don't know if Ooh. I. It's a trick question. Because mm-hmm. feet, foot. And, yeah, feet, uh, feet implies multiple, whereas it's a foot is only a single. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. How many feet? Uh, I guess I'm nitpicking. Yeah. I want to be right, and I'm I not know. Be. Uh, anybody know to make beer? What is barley normally made into? Yeah. Oh my gosh! Well, I should know on, this, Danny. right? I should know it too. Honestly, wow. mm. I'm sure I'm going to get it. Will we get it when we get it? I mean, probably. will we know and go? Probably we be like, oh yeah. Uh, well, what's in there? Malt. Malt. There malt. Good I just, I, I or just, malted yeah. barley. Yep. Yeah, I felt like this. What are words that, about beer that I haven't heard yet? <laughs> malt liquor, baby. There. Yummy. Oh yeah, that's it. Malt liquor. Oh, right. well, congratulations, Steve, on your win. You know what, Steve? You did okay today. I won. That's all that matters. Yeah. <laughs> So take it easy. That's, That's a, right. You know, I'm paying people compliments, and I'm I just getting aggression. You. Yes. Damn. Screw you, BJ. Hey, you remember that kid Rihanna I was talking about? <laughs> Never heard of her. Yeah, there's a whole thing that uh, she's uh, doing here. That's a tease, Steve. I bet we're going to get the next radio convention. We're going to tell them how we oh, tease. Yeah. Uh, she and a group of friends hit up a New York City joint called Caviar Russe, or Russe. I don't know how to, or Russie. I don't know how to say this word. Uh, but they enjoyed champagne, sashimi bites, and caviar. Well, I would hope so if the place is named Caviar. <laughs> yeah, really right? That would be funny if they didn't have it. Why would you think we carry caviar here? So because she's Rihanna, she gets to ask the staff to stay past closing. And, of course, they're like, okay, sure, we will. Uh, and they wrap things up at around 2 a.m. And here's what I know. This story does – I, I want to know more. If this is the only part of the story, like this is it, I think she's not really that cool. But she asked them to stay late, okay. which they did. And since they were cool for you know to stay late for her and stay open, they say in the story, Rihanna paid them back by helping them close. <laughs> A so-called source says she was cleaning up and pushing bar stools back into place for them. Look, that's not horrible, but you're Rihanna. If if I stay open late, I expect a massive tip. Is why I I'm staying open she late. Tipped as well. Why just, wouldn't they tell us? I, well, it's probably the probably assumption. Probably just assume. Well, you're not, paying what, what and about, tipping. What about See, Scotty Pippen? And, you, you know, with no pip no and tipping, you tippin'. can't take it. See, when somebody doesn't humble brag, BJ gets angry right. because he doesn't know the outcome. But when somebody humble brags like The Rock and tells us every good thing he does, he gets mad about that too. There's no winning. There as a really celebrity isn't. In BJ's so okay, first right off, uh, let me. I'm not going to get into the fact that you know what. You're flawed with your logic, sir. And oh. Steve is just going to jump on your back because you're both rock lovers. Uh, but I, this is a news story. So somebody could have gotten the information. I could, Like, Rihanna doesn't have to tell people she's tipped. But if they're asking the employees what she did, why wouldn't the tip be part of the news story if she did? I'm reading the article, and a little bit further down, it does say that Dwayne Johnson showed up, tipped everybody, <laughs> oh, and gave them Terramana tequila. Here's how I know that's not true. He hasn't posted about it. That's why I know it's not true. Because you know if indeed Dwayne Johnson was any part of that story, you'd see him. Here's what you'd see him. Here I am, brother, pushing in a bar stool. He's pushing in a bar stool with one hand and showing the Terramana with the other. That's how Dwayne does it. <laughs> and you know that's how he does it. So I'm betting. I mean, do you want to take a bet? I don't think she I don't think she left a big tip. I think she, she may have left a regular tip, but I don't think she left a big tip. I bet she left a great tip. Yeah, I think she Why is it that should be in the story? <laughs> I'm just saying that that should really be part of the story. I mean, it's cool she pushed the chin and stuff. That's not bad, right. but 
I want the cash. I mean, look, I'll push in a chair. I mean, hey, why don't you get some of those dishes and clean, wash some of those dishes there, Rihanna? Yeah, really. I, you know, instead, how about you just write me a big fat check? BJ and Migs, mornings on The Rock, 99.9 KISW. Hey, you got something to say? I got something to say. Say it! They're wild, <laughs> and on the loose. This is Listeners on the Loose. 99.9 KISW, The Rock of Seattle. It's Listeners on the Loose, where you pick the topic, you guide the show. 206-421-ROCK. Text us at 77999. That's right, man. This is your time your time to shine, but make sure you follow C's rule. It's a simple rule, BJ. Show some energy, bring it. Otherwise, we're in that gong button. And we're going to have to say goodbye to you. Goodbye, old friend. 206-421-ROCK. Text us at 77999. Oh, this is a good one. First text I just look at. It says, looking for moments that are both fueled with pride and embarrassment. My most recent one, my son, five years old, walked up to an old man and said, everybody likes to wake up to a BJ. Oh, nice. Fan of the show. Big fan. (laughs) Training that kid well. I'm sure the old man totally got the reference. Yeah, and uh, still a nice message. You know, it's the universe telling the old man, look, either way, however you take this, you ought to wake up happier. Dude, it wasn't like on the line of pride and embarrassment, but definitely leaning into like the embarrassment. Like, oh, man, I hope that the person on the other end of the phone didn't hear this. I was ordering some food to go like we like to do. And as I'm trying to explain the order, Tatum's sitting right by me. But I try to get out of that room where she and the dog were so it wouldn't be so noisy. So I went to this other room we have that has like this big clock on the wall. And so Tatum follows me in there and then starts yelling, Daddy, big clock. But she doesn't. Oh, there's a certain letter in the word clock that she hasn't figured out just yet. Oh, oh no. So she's yelling, Daddy, big clock. Daddy, oh, big clock. Oh, as boy. I'm trying to order our teriyaki. Yeah, and I'm just like, uh, oh, that's, uh, you know, I, I almost just hung up the phone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why is uh, CPS delivering my teriyaki? Our food like wow, that's uh, yeah, that's like, the clock. Yeah, that's the wrong time for her to tell you what's in the room. And she's saying it with such pride because you know yeah. she's she's learning how to put sentences fully together and communicate well, and like she sees this clock and wants oh, to yeah. let everybody know that it's a big one. Yeah. Man. Yeah, she did. She wanted to let the restaurant know. I've since yeah. thrown that clock away. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> yeah. Damn, you got to get locks on every door in that house. <laughs> you really do. You, uh, I'm telling you, through experience, the, uh, she's just going to continue just to bust into every room she can. You got to get oh, locks on. This is on, sure. on the first floor. It's a very open floor kind of vibe. Oh, then you there's gotta, you there's know no what? doors. There's, yeah. It was just the other room that's away from the room that they were in. Time to put doors everywhere. Okay. I mean, it's just- <laughs> so the whole point of why we bought the house, <laughs> yeah. let's, just, let's just trash it. Because they go everywhere. where you, There's no place you can go unless you literally run out of the house. Otherwise, you got daddy's big clock all, all day long. Oh, yeah. Bathroom, uh, I've, had, I've had to get better at making sure I close it because she'll just follow me in and she just like looks at me as I'm trying to go to number one. And just points. He goes bubbles, and I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, yeah, yeah. Like, go find your mother. Yeah, <laughs> I know. And, and, and right now it's adorable, but eventually you go. What age do I go? Look, kid, you got to give me some privacy. You know that was a tough one for us because you know who cares? You know if any, if your kids ever saw you nude running around. But yeah, usually when like it's parts time, like wow, your parts are different than mine. It's like okay, yeah. I think I need to cover up now. Yeah, whenever she walks by, like as I'm taking a shower, she'll walk into our bedroom and then she'll just kind of like look up and just be like, something's different. I'm not yeah. sure what that is, but something's different. And I'm like, keep on going. Yeah. 
Yeah, nothing Go to see mom. here. <laughs> nothing to see here, kid. I'm stuck <laughs> in here now. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. It's just like, oh, this is not good. It is listeners on the loose. You pick the topic. You guide the show. 206-421-ROCK. Text us at 77999. Ooh, we got a question for BJ's kids. Oh, if only they worked with us, we would be able to ask oh, them this man. question. Oh, man. Oh, look. There's Joe and Sarah. They happen to be here. Whoa. Wow. This is perfect. Okay. okay. All right. BJ's kids, as they texted, I want to know. Which TV dad is your dad most like? Ooh. Oh. oh, man. I think this one's easy for me. It really is like Homer Simpson to Bart Simpson. <laughs> well, who's, who's Bart? Both of you? I'm Bart and he's Homer. So who's Sarah? Lisa? Lisa? No. She doesn't play the saxophone. Yeah. yeah. Maggie? 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 She's the baby. No, yeah, Maggie. she's a baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but Sarah talks. Maggie doesn't. <laughs> yeah, I think that's fair. <laughs> Homer, you, you like yeah. donuts? Yeah, I do. I think it's very fair. It's a, that's a that's a good call. I think that's a lot of people on. are going to say like if you ask anyone like who's your ta- dad if if you had to say your dad is most like a TV dad who is it? I feel like Homer would be at the top of the list. Yeah, I feel I like- would like to be I would like to be some of the other dads that that people might think of. I know that folks really love Jack Pearson, who I never watched on. I, I don't know This Is Us. I've never watched the show, but Milo yeah. Ventimiglia plays that. But he he was, I guess, a very beloved father. Uh, on that show, and uh, a lot of people really think, "Oh, my dad's just like him." All right, Sarah. You know, at first I was trying to think of like a really angry dad, but that would have been, I guess, back in the day. And then the first one that kind of came to mind were, was Peter Griffin. Oh, yeah! Wow, yeah, Family Guy. Yeah, yeah. Al Bundy mixed with Peter Griffin. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to think about like that was like where I was thinking for my dad. I'm like, my dad, kind of a cheesy. Got dad like like Danny Tanner from Full House, but if Danny had anger issues, yeah, yeah, and I'm like, well, who is wow. like, yeah, it's like Danny Tanner meets Red Foreman, Red Foreman. Oh, there you Perfect. go. Perfect. Yeah, that's it. Because I I got a little Red Foreman in me too. As a matter of fact, that's a good call from that '70s show. Yeah, I forgot yeah. about him. That's a great TV that's dad. Cool. Yeah, man. Wow. Yeah, that's, I'd be uh, I'd be for me. I think right now I'm definitely like Daddy Pig from Peppa Pig. <laughs> that <laughs> really? Yeah. What, what, what are the qualifications for that? What He's is kind what of the goof of the family? Oh yeah, okay. Yeah. All right. I mean, it seems to fall in line just perfectly. Thinks he's a little bit of an expert at stuff and really isn't. <laughs> oh, yeah, I guess really that is, uh, that does sound like you. I'm a bit of an expert in making oh. pizza and then he burns the pizza or something Aww. stupid. Oh, yeah. <laughs> kind of fall in line for that. Yeah. Yep. Well, I, I feel good. Peter Griffin and Homer Simpson, I feel really good Those about it. Those are good ones. I They're feel not bad. Like. Yeah. Peter, Griffin's, Peter Griffin's an idiot. Who would you want as your TV dad if you had to pick one? Oh, oh wow. Phil Dunphy. Oh, Modern Family. He's got a good heart. I heard but, Phil and I thought you were going to say Uncle Phil from the Fresh, Fresh oh, Prince. So I'm like, nice. That's, yeah. That's because not only is he a good person, yeah. but looked out for his family, but also yep. rich as all hell. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. I was going to go with like Mr. Drummond that dates things from, from different strokes, but you saw how his kids turned out. And I'm like, yeah, I don't know if I want to be under that watch. Rich, like he had yeah. money, but he was a terrible dad. That's a, one yeah, kid that's had an eating point. disorder. Other one went to jail. The other one was yeah. like, Dressing yeah. up as a, a train engineer and doing a nine hundred number, like things are strange. <laughs> I'm trying to think of the, you know, I can't think of his name. Um, uh, gosh, what show? Uh, Good times. Jimmy Walker's dad, and of course he's a great actor too. And I'm, I'm blanking on his name on the show as well as the actor's name. I don't even know if he's still with us. But I really always felt like he was a good dad. I mean, he was, you know, he was hard nosed. He had to work for a living, but he really loved those kids. Jam- you know? James Evans Senior, okay. played by John Amos. Yes, John Amos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. He was a, he was a good dad. I, I I related to 
the situation as far as like didn't have a lot of money, didn't have a, you know, not, not a, you know, and the family wasn't thought well of because of just, you know, the, the whole time and everything. And I felt like I related a little bit to that. And I was like, yeah, you know what? He's a good dad. Guy works hard, but he also he has, a, you know, he he has a, sen- a, t- a tender side to him. So I always like I always like James Evans. I don't, I don't know. John Amos played uh, the dad in uh, Coming to America. He was kind of a jerk. Oh, was oh, he? Yeah, yeah that's right. He owned the, was that. it McDougal's or something? Like yeah. That? yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, then I guess I'm going to go with Gus from Breaking Bad. I think he's a good father. Oh, oh I was yeah. going to say, why not Walter White at that point? He did, right? Look at all the Walter stuff he White. did for his family. Yeah, right. Oh, spoiler alert. Family. He didn't do it for his family. Oh, he did because right. he wanted well, to. For four and about four and three quarters of a season, it was for his family. And then eventually. Dude, you got to. Okay, spoiler alert. Obviously, if you haven't seen Breaking Bad, sorry. But yeah, sorry. Is that not one of the greatest moments when he finally just said, I didn't yeah. do it for the family? Because I, yeah. That was like the running thing for the entire time, yeah. and that's always what people say. I do all this with my family, and it's like, no, he's selfish. He did it for himself. Like that was like whoever that writer was that came up with that part, and, the, and, and then also the acting was phenomenal in it with with Brian Cranston. But whoever came up with that line, man, give him all the Emmys, dude. That was set up from the beginning, I'm sure, because yes. he was such a loser. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, as far as how he just seemed to be. You know, from that first episode, yes. you know, uh, and so you can really believe that he lied all the way through and it really was about him just feeling like, oh. a, like a somebody. I want, I want to go back. And find, I bet that's on YouTube, that clip, because that part, that scene right yeah, there was just scene. like that was the scene that made that show like that took it to the whole other level. Getting ready to re-binge it. I'm going to tell you that right now. BJ and Mix mornings on The Rock 99.9 KISW. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. BJ and Migs, mornings on The Rock. 99.9 KISW, The Rock of Seattle. It's listeners on the loose. You pick the topic, you guide the show. 206-421-ROCK. Text us at 77999. Got a text that says, hey, everybody has their favorite crappy movie, that one bad movie that they'll defend till the end of the day. What's yours? Pretty much every movie that Steve watches. Watch it. Because I was about to say Pootie Tang, but then you guys watched it and realized that I am a genius. 
I think, well, was I the only one that watched it or yes. somebody else also watched it? I yeah. decided to make you everybody. Okay, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, Grease 2. It's obvious. Grease 2. It's one of the greatest movies ever made. Better than the first. Yeah, that's a good call. <laughs> it's being a bad movie you're defending till the, till the I will end. forever defend that movie. Yeah. All right, how about you, Danny? You got probably Titanic, right? No, that's an amazing movie. Number one. <laughs> Number two, it's probably, if we're going to go by critics, it's probably American Pie. Because I feel like a lot of people didn't like that movie or just say it's I don't a know bad anyone movie. that didn't like that movie. Oh, see, I mean, I agree. I mean, I don't hang out with critics, though. Right. But I would say that, like, by BJ's terms, it's not a good movie, quote unquote. It's just more of like a coming Did, it, to did age. American Pie not get fresh on Rotten Tomatoes? I'm surprised because I thought it was well received. No, well, if it did, then never mind. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I mean, now some of the other American Pie movies, sure. I always thought it was like not v- reviewed well by critics because it's kind of just like a dumb comedy. Sixty-one uh, percent, both user and critics. See, yeah, really, see, the first one? Yeah, yeah. No wow. one likes. No one likes. The reason that people like it so much is because it's nostalgia. But for the yeah. most part, people are not going to say it's a good movie. Quote unquote. Wow, I really thought it was. Mu- it was better. I thought it was one of the best comedies of its time. I really am surprised it got that low of a rating. Wow. Another one for me I always I love recommending is Waiting. I think that movie is one of the greatest movies ever. <laughs> and it didn't do very well in Rotten Tomatoes, like 30%. Wow, that surprises me because I think that's probably a 60%er for me. Like it's, it's a at least movie. 60%. Yeah. It's that, Ryan wow. Reynolds' best movie. Okay, that's mm, a little crazy. Yeah, uh, hard to disagree on that one. I mean, it's up there. Deadpool totally takes the cake, but Waiting is like a top three. <laughs> hot sure. Rod, I feel like, is one of those movies that we all went, Ooh, went to back for. Hot Rod. I still yeah. do, man. I still do. Yeah, we, you're right. That's a good one. That that one is the one I defend, and people think I'm out of my mind. Yeah. I really, to this day, still love that really awful movie, White Chicks. That was a great movie. Everyone would make fun of it, especially <laughs> the, the makeup Wayans and Brothers. everything. It was fantastic. And to this day, if it's on, I will sit and watch it. It had Terry the, Crews in it. There was a moment where that I felt like it was on like every every four hours on Comedy Central. <laughs> it, they, they went back and forth between Office Space and White Chicks. Like yeah. they just decided, you know what? Screw programming. We're just going to show these two movies back to back to back to back to back, and then put Reno Nine One One on. <laughs> oh, it got fifteen percent on the tomato meter though. Whoa, fifty-five percent on the audience. Five percent. Fifty-five. Oh, okay. That's a little. It's uh, uh, that's a little better. Um, for me, it's it's there's it's it's anything that Wachowskis do because like Matrix Matrix Three everybody hates. Oh, actually, the current Matrix, actually the Matrix Four, I love that movie a lot, and that's a movie that people are like, "You're crazy." That was horrible, and I will die on that hill. I thought Matrix Four was great. It was so unnecessary. I decided to never watch it and pretend just like the other movies that came out before it that the Matrix ended after Matrix One. Oh. It was so necessary for me. I watched it four times. Four times? Four times. Wow. Oh, yeah, dude. I was so And I was you complain, so I don't have movie. time to watch any of these things. Right. I know. <laughs> right? I, well, watch I, something four times. But if I love something, dude, I will make the time for it. Uh, you know, and that's, I, I, next thing I know, I was very surprised at how much I was loving that movie and made the time to watch it multiple times. And do you like all of the Wachowski stuff, like Jupiter Ascending and the Speed Racer watched, movie? I've got to, I've never watched Speed Racer because I'm not a Speed Racer fan, so I was never drawn to it. Uh, Jupiter Ascending, I didn't hate it as much as everybody else did. I've got a, I have it recorded though, and I haven't gone back to watch it for a second time. So I don't know if that pretty much says I don't really think much of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, Cloud Atlas, which I want to watch again because it is a mind F, and a lot of people just, you know, and of course, Sense8, Vicky, you and I yeah. both love that at Netflix series. Uh, so, but I love almost everything that they do, more than the average person does, and sometimes the average person's like, I hate mostly everything that they do. 
Somebody said I watched Waiting last month. Does not hold up. You know, I tried watching oh, it, it recently as well, oh. and it wasn't as great as I remember it. But I still oh, love it because it's oh, nostalgia. Oh, that saddens me because I, I, I would think that it would hold up. It doesn't hold up. Huh? That's funny because right. I just assume maybe it didn't hold up for me because I've seen it so many times. I'm like, I've already, these jokes are – okay, I'm done with these. You know, but I, I still love the movie. Yeah, that's uh, – wow. One texter said the movie Rad. It's a great 80s movie. It's a BMX bike movie. Yeah. And it has a dance scene in it where they dance with the BMX bikes. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, that makes sense. It sounds like a Disney I, uh, movie. It's so bad, dude. Yeah. Danny, you would love it. Yeah, well, speaking of <laughs> at that point, it's the same kind of like thought process as Brink. I know you guys probably have never seen that one. The Disney Channel movie is all about roller, oh, rollerblading. Roller one. You told yeah. us about that one. It's amazing. Still haven't seen it. Oh, you need to watch it. <laughs> Disney Plus, man. I won't be able to fit it in. Sorry. All right. This text says, how about Cool as Ice? The Vanilla Ice movie. Oh You'll drop that zero and get with the hero. Uh, yeah, I won't be defending that one. When a girl has a heart of stone, there's only one way to melt it. Just add ice. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> that was the slogan. Yeah. That's awesome. That's how you melt it? Just add ice? I yes. feel like that doesn't melt anything ice. Vanilla okay. ice. He's hot. Yeah. He was okay. kind of like the Machine Gun Kelly of that generation now. Uh, now I, look at it. <laughs> I could see that. <laughs> All right. Got a solid 3% on the tomato meter. Woo! Three? Yes. Yeah, baby. That's so let's ama- be Fantastic Four. That's amazing. 43% yeah. from the audience. There you go. Yeah. That's a decent jump. <laughs> it's a decent jump. I really want more from my movie, Steve, than a decent jump from 3%, okay? See, I like back in those days, we didn't have this. We didn't have Rotten Tomatoes telling us how to think. We just watched bad movies and made, made a judgment call on our own. And I was like, you know what? This cool as ice is good. Because not every movie was being reviewed by Siskel and Ebert. So you didn't know if it got the two thumbs up mm-hmm. or not. No, but it was probably being reviewed by Cheech and Chong. I mean, a lot of you people watching these movies were high. 206-421-ROCK. Text us at 77999. Shockingly, we have a text about food, guys. I don't know if we should answer it. but We you don't know. really talk about that much. I know. Okay. It's been an ongoing theme today for some reason. People yeah. want to talk about food. Yeah, it's so bizarre. Food. So it said, uh, you're ordering breakfast at a restaurant, and the waiter asks you, what kind, of bre- what kind of bread do you want? What is your go-to? Is it white, wheat, sourdough, English muffins, side question, jam, jelly, or just butter? P.S. What a dinger. It's better than less ride, LOL. (laughs) Yeah, it is. That's true. We come up with much better catchphrases than a certain number three. Yeah, let's fly. Let's fly. Yeah. I know that was, did you see that yesterday? I did. The Seahawks? Yeah. I like Let's Fly, which, uh, of course, that's also from, uh, it's a catchphrase from one of my Star Trek shows. So I'm like, I'm all in. I'm all in for this. Do you think they did it because it was a catchphrase in the Star Trek or are they just doing a Seahawks bird fly thing? Well, that's a good question. You know, I, I, I would like to know if that Seahawks, whoever came up with that, if they are a Trek fan, because it is, uh, it, that was, it was a controversial catchphrase for this Star, Starship captain. People went on Facebook going, it's a stupid. Stupid thing I ever heard of. Let's fly. Because everybody on Star Trek has their own little catchphrase when Captain, when they want the ship to go, okay, let's go. And the ship goes to warp. Warp and, speed. Yeah. And so everybody has their own little catchphrase. And so let's fly was uh, Michael Burnham's. And people were like, Ugh. but now, you know what? For our Seahawk fans, we're embracing it. It's less fly versus I less ride. I hope we're doing it just to troll the. Tr- I yes. Russell. Yeah. If, if that's why we're doing it. I'm in for it. If we're trying to d- come up with like a new thing, shut it down. <laughs> oh, it's got to be totally troll. The timing is totally troll for me. Right. They yeah. should just do that. Like, that should be Drew Locke's job. He should just be bizarro Russell Wilson. Yeah. Like, that should just be, look, we're going to pay you good money. Your social media is whatever Russell Wilson puts out there, do the exact opposite. Well, since you brought up Bizarro and he's, you know, a, a backwards Superman, they should let him wear the number three but have it backwards so it looks like an E. 
E. You know, and yeah, because then he was number three. So let him make the, you know, put the three on backwards on his uniform because he's bizarro Russell Wilson. All right. So uh, to go back to the breakfast question, though, yes. uh, I will completely answer this because it is one of my favorite things. Uh, English muffin with butter and grape jelly. You know, I always forget about the English muffin. Every mm-hmm. time I go Same. out, I always and I always like say wheat bread because I'm like, ah, oh, I'll just oh, have that. Wheat? Yeah. Are you a terrorist? It's yeah, healthier. I am. It right? is healthier, but then it's like one of those okay. things I forget so, like, about. The, it. the giant mound of hash browns and the six eggs that you're eating, but yeah, let's have wheat bread to make it the, healthy. The wheat bread yeah, exactly. takes it all balances away. out, man. Fair. That and the diet coke it makes everything go away. <laughs> but then somebody else gets the English muffin. I'm like, damn it! Why didn't I remember that? Dude, that's happened recently because like, I owe my go to sourdough because okay. sourdough is amazing. And then I'll do like grape jelly and butter as well, BJ. But when I realized the 13 coins, actually, I remember I was, I was there Ooh. one time. I was at, with the wrestler Danhausen. It was a fun moment because we were sitting there and I ordered the English muffins and he just turned and looked up. He's like, I haven't thought about English muffins in the longest time. <laughs> you could tell he was so jealous that I got English muffins because yep. they were amazing. You never think of them, like Danny said. You just I don't. don't know you know, when they go, what bread would you like? You, you don't think of English muffins as bread. But I don't want to put any jelly on my English muffin. That, that's for some reason. I just want to put an unhealthy amount of butter so that with each bite, it's oh, just like yeah. just <laughs> dripping butter. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> that's where the Thomas's nooks and crannies, man, they are absolutely right. Because it just fills like these little pools of gold. Mm-hmm. And it's got to be toasted just right, too. You can't have it. To un- if it's under toasted, it's, it's just oh, away. Yeah. There needs to be a crunch. Yes. Yep. Yes. I actually, I usually order white toast when I go and get breakfast. I know it's not the healthy toast, but it's delicious. It's not wheat like Danny. Yeah. <laughs> but I've been I don't on know a why weird. I'm trolling you for that, but <laughs> I am. Yeah, right. Uh, I feel like that's the sad adult in us when we do order anything like wheat. Okay, I love the wheat bread. But I've been really into English muffins lately. I bought some at uh, the store the other day. Mm. And I did bring some in last week, and I had to take them home and ate them all. <laughs> but I will probably bring more next time I go to the store. You had to take them home. <laughs> well, I didn't want to leave them over the weekend and make uh, sure. Like, and plus, we got like donuts on Friday. They got overshadowed. Got donuts on Friday. We got bagels, bagels on Friday and pastries on Friday. It was insane. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow, wow, wow. That's right? an overload. Today's podcast was brought to you by Travis Gagne, bankruptcy attorney. He's here right now and has agreed to answer more of your questions about bankruptcy. How much does bankruptcy cost? Well, bankruptcy costs, of course, vary depending on what type of uh, case you're filing. There's a certain amount of of court costs and other out-of-pocket costs that you're going to have in any case. Uh, The the filing fees in a bankruptcy case are are about $300, whether you file Chapter 7 or Chapter 13. Uh, One of the things to watch out for when you're shopping for bankruptcy attorneys or or looking at the different cost options is that a lot of times, especially the really cheap uh, places, don't tell you up front about all the court costs and whatnot that you're going to have to pay in addition to the attorney fees. So make sure that you get the full picture when you're talking, when you're comparing prices of bankruptcy lawyers on what the attorney fees are, how much your court costs are going to be so that you can really make a true comparison. Thanks, Travis. If you have more questions about bankruptcy, you can reach out to Travis anytime at choosetherightchapter.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey.